These are five stories that will scare the pants off of you. Number one, the puppy in the basement. Mommy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making all the noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy, so I went to the basement door and I tiptoed down a little bit. I didn't see a puppy, and then Mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then Mommy told me to never go in the basement again. She gave me a cookie. That made me feel better. So I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or why he had no hands or feet. Number two, nunchucks. When my daughter was two, I found her twirling a paper towel tube tied with twine in the air, and I asked her what she was doing. She said that she was practicing her nunchucks. I was really confused, and she had no way of knowing what they were. I asked her what she meant by that, and she said Adam had told her how to make them and showed her each night how to use them. She went on to say that Adam told her to practice because she may need to know how to defend herself someday. I almost freaked out, but asked her what Adam looked like. She said he was tall and blonde and had blue eyes. She said, Mommy, you know how he looks. You know him. He died of a headache. I had to leave the room because four months before she was born, my tall, blonde, blue-eyed martial arts pro friend had died of a brain aneurysm at the age of 27. I have not spoken of him since that day, so I'm not sure if I scared her with my reaction or if she had completed her own lessons. Number three, there's someone under the bed. I begin tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. Number four, the chair. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty covers, climbing all the apple trees in the backyard and things like that. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and then on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there. Where'd we get thirsty during the night? She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's old furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back of the wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game or whatever, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting our back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with the woman's body hanging from the beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Number five, the ghost at home. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch an opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table where we were sitting, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, somebody answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. 
I eventually gave up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand right where I had left it.